Week nine, baby. We're here. Nick and Bean Pod 2023. Nick, how are you feeling, brother? I'm feeling good, man. Could be we'll be feeling better if week eight didn't go so horribly. Oh my god, what a week. I was gonna say, if you're feeling good despite not winning a bet for two weeks here, then I love to hear that. Um no, before we get started. Week. Yeah, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Nobody knows. But <laughs> before we get started. We have the CEO actually on the live stream right now of Diet Smoke, the greatest sponsor. I just saw my bank account. I don't know if yours hit, but the sponsorship dollars are flowing in. People are using the code Nick and Bean, E on the end, 20% off. We've got the CEO, Zachary Wolfson, in the chat right now. We appreciate you, brother. And obviously the best product, Nick's got to use it during the ad read. Let's see you hit it. It's a beautiful vape. It's the best vape in the game. Gummies, sodas, T-shirts. I mean, they've got everything. Delta 8, Delta 9, THC, CBD, a nice mixture, whatever you need. It's not light. It's just right. Code Nick and Bean, 20% off. Now, Nick, why don't you start? Because two weeks ago, you were coming off one of the all-time streaks of, of sports gambling. I think you were undefeated two or three weeks in a row. You couldn't miss. And... It's a humbling game, it is, huh? <laughs> just when you think you can't miss, just when those square bets are hitting for you, things change. And and so, how you feeling? How's everything? How are the bets? Are you looking to rebound this week? Looking to rebound this week. Um, last week was atrocious. It actually was so bad that it didn't end up hitting me emotionally. You know, sometimes you're just like, oh man, you're just like frustrated watching the TV and you're getting riled up. It was so bad. I didn't even. It didn't even. I didn't even feel it. <laughs> gotcha. I feel you. But, How, um, how'd your fantasy teams do? Also not good. I, I banked a win in your league, which is good. Um, lost, so I'm on like an L3 in the tattoo league. Thankfully, I'm not like anywhere near last place, but not looking good in that league. Maybe try to need to make a trade and shake things up. Um, the 10-team league, and, and then my college league is another team that I had Jefferson on. So that one's looking about middle of the pack as well, but I lost uh, this week in that league. Got it. How about yep. you? How, how's I your see in the, before that, I see in the comments, Lee bench CD for George Pickens. Just like Beatick's saying here, start your studs. You know, CD was a little bit down, but you can't bench CD Lamb no matter what. That You, you got to start the guy. He's a bona fide number one, top 10 fantasy receiver. So start your studs is true. Nick, 329 p.m., October 29th. That was this past stamp. Sunday. All right. This was a timestamp I wrote down because <laughs> I don't I don't know if it gets better than how I was feeling at 329 p.m. on Sunday. I just sure. don't know if life gets any better. Now, take out my wife and my two kids. I don't know if life gets better than how I was feeling at that time. Winning all my bets. Winning every fantasy matchup, I was five and one again. I've got three eight and no teams in three, and and they are three of my four most important leagues. It's not some throwaway leagues. Three eight no teams clinch the playoffs in one of them. I mean, I saw the little X next to my name. I'm like, what does that mean? How can you clinch the playoffs in week eight? But I'm staying humble because I know it's a humbling game. But I, I you know, you got to take in those moments when you're feeling that good. And I just timestamp that. I'm like, it, maybe it does. It, I don't know if it gets better. Maybe it does if you win some championships. But just an incredible feeling. I went 1-1-1 one, one, and one in my bets. I had a great cover with the Cardinals. Um, 
the Redskins commanders football team was leading the entire game, it felt like, and they somehow pushed. And then Jimmy Garoppolo sucks, and we lost Monday night. Still a good, a great week overall for me. Let's get into impact players. Now, this guy is on a bye this week, heavily owned by me in fantasy. Travis Etienne, what a season he's having. 79 rushing, 70 receiving, 150 total, uh, plus a big receiving touchdown. He's third in the league in rushing, and the Jags are on a roll. Yeah, so he's looked really good this year. Um, He's finally looking kind of like that player that he was in college. We were thinking that maybe the size would be a thing, but he seemed to handling the NFL size just fine, Um, and he's coming into his own. Yeah, you know, and and injury was definitely a concern coming in, size and just his his history, the way he runs, but he looks a little stocky. Um he's great in pass block, he's great running the ball, obviously great out of the backfield. The Jags have won 5 in a row and they are 6 and 2 tied with the Chiefs, tied with the Dolphins, and I believe tied with the Ravens as well. I think they're the hottest team in football right now. The Jags, Sounds I think they're right. the longest win streak. Five in a row. I don't know anyone else doing that. Yeah, so yes. great great game from the Jags. Great game from ETN. Let's talk about a rookie. And, I mean, there's no way we, we could have left this guy off. Four touchdown passes, 238 yards. Will Levis, Mr. <laughs> Mayo in his coffee, Mr. <laughs> Eating Banana with the peel on, this weirdo. I mean, it. I don't know if he can even play quarterback, but he was just throwing the ball as far as he could, and Hopkins was going and getting it. Yeah, I definitely don't trust Levis moving forward. That was way too hard. I mean, I think you told gave us a little sneak peek pre uh, pre pod that you may have them involved in a bet. I don't know if I can bet Will Levis in a game, man. Wait, you trust him or you you don't trust him? You meant I don't trust him right now. I, Got I can't it. Okay, just, not to put my freaking hard earned dollars on him. I did not say I was going to bet them, though, so I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Either way, four TDs, three for Hopkins. What a game. What an entertaining game. So shout out to him. Rod, what is happening, brother? Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you. The next guy, God, I mean, one of the more polarizing names in the sport. You either think he's a franchise quarterback or you think he's dog shit. Dak Prescott. They Ah. absolutely crush the Rams Dak threw for over 300 yards four He's touchdowns alive. sorry to Lee 12 catches 158 yards and two touchdowns for CD lamb they absolutely dominated the Rams and yeah. I didn't bet this game but last week I remember both of us were like hey six and a half seven points is is a lot Too much. you know yeah. and the Cowboys though you know it just like we said also Five minutes into the game, you know which way it's going. They're either going to blow the team out or they're probably going to lose a close game. So shout out to Dak. I, I wrote down in our notes, they're just like a bipolar team. Right. I thought, um, so I'm thinking, we'll see. I'm thinking they sort of found their way and they got Philly this week. I don't think Hurts is 100%. That's the divisional game. I don't like the way Mike McCarthy calls plays, but we got Dan Quinn on the defense and then we've got, Jalen Hurts, not 100%. We've got a strong defensive line. We'll get into this m- matchup a little bit further along line. Yeah. But did I hear you th- say that Will Levis drinks mayonnaise in his coffee? Did I hear that right? Yeah, so like in the pre-draft thing, uh, he's just a dead weirdo. And yeah, he puts mayonnaise like instead of like cream or milk in his coffee, which is just absolutely atrocious. And is then it because he, he enjoys the, the ban- flavor? 
or is it like a Maybe. keto diet, some weird thing? No, it's just what he does. Um, okay. And then he eats the banana with the peel on. That's like two of his staples, he said. So clearly he's got a lot of deep-rooted issues. He should probably see a yeah, therapist gets, or something. He, has, he probably gets great fiber every day, though. <laughs> Way to see the positives. All right, to round up impact players, rookie running back, another rookie here. Finally getting his opportunity with David Montgomery, Mr. Three Yards of Carry, who sucks, out. Jameer Gibbs, 26 carries, 152 yards, a touchdown. He added five catches for 37 yards. And I just wrote down again, I just think he's so much better than Monty. There was a couple plays there. And Monty maybe is necessary for the team to be that bruiser inside. They're a good combo. But there are a couple runs, like that touchdown run he had. Monty gets three yards on that play. He bounced that out to the outside and took it to the house. Really impressed by uh, his uh, performance. And uh, shout out to uh, to Keese. He's in the building. He's checking in. Appreciate you coming on. Nick, you're bringing the people out today. I love it. Yeah, shout out to Keese. He helped us out with the graphics. We, the show wouldn't look this great without him. Um, oh, my man. Us, That's This is the guy yeah, behind. The, the guy. Oh, my God. Go Nick um, and Bean. Diet Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, Jameer Gibbs, like you said, looks way more athletic and way more, uh, what do you want to call it, home run of a player than Jim, than uh, David Montgomery. People were there memes all over the internet of, oh my goodness, Dan Campbell discovered his 12th pick in the draft is good. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And I think what him. you meant was like, he's actually got the ability to hit that home run play where he can take the ball to the house unlike Monty. So, you know, big game from them, big win. Uh, All right, that's enough of last week. We've got probably two of the best games of the the regular season this week. All right, let's start over the pond in Europe. Our Miami Dolphins are facing the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) Dolphins Chiefs. Chiefs are minus two and a half. The over-under is 50 and a half. Let me double-check those. But give me your thoughts on our team. Biggest game, Tyreek, revenge game. I mean, there's so many layers to this. What are your thoughts on this game? Um, It's going to be probably one of the best games this week. There's a lot of, like, the the lineup this week looks like studs and duds. If you look at the matchups, there's, like, two or three really good matchups that I want to watch. And then the rest of the games are, like, poop down your pants. It's like a quarterback that – got undrafted, came from freaking Wyoming State, and you know what I mean? Came from like Broward Community College, and he's now starting in the NFL is the type of games that we have going on this week. Solid school, solid school. Let's not hate on Broward College. (laughs) Shout out BC. But um, so, yeah, the the game deserves that standalone spot. It's going to be early. It's up in Frankfurt. The Dolphins are already there. I would have to double-check if the Chiefs are there yet, but I know they let The Chiefs land, I think, right, like they're landing now too slow too late so slow feet don't eat in a lot of these european games the team that's gone over early has gotten the big advantage like we saw in the jags earlier this year the thing is kc has a good defense number i think they're top five in the league or around there miami stats don't put us up that high but remember we're getting a lot of defensive backs coming back we got ramsey came back last week so i think the dolphins are going to look good moving forward not sure about this week because the Dolphins have yet to have that marquee win. We haven't. We went up yep. against Philly at night. We lost. Um, 
we've had a bunch Hopefully. of opportunities to have these yeah. step up games where you're like, okay, this is the real deal competition. How are you going to play? And we haven't really stepped up. So we'll see how it, go- how it looks this week. Interested. Couldn't agree more. Uh, so yeah, it opened at two and a half KC minus two and a half. It got bet down to minus one. Now it is actually back to minus two. It's not minus two and a half. So it's a solid two right now. Uh, it's a tough game. Yeah. I, I see you wrote here that KC is like top two or three passing defenses. Um, yeah. They have been really solid overall. Let's see if they can handle our offense, but guess what? Yeah. We're going to score some points on this team. I really think we're going to, it's going to come down to our defensive line and, and how they can play. We've got Christian Wilkins, Bradley Chubb had his best game of the, not the year ever since he, we traded for a first round pick for him. He said he had his best game against the Patriots last week. Jalen Phillips is a rising star. We've got Jalen Ramsey back. A lot of people, there's some murmurs that they're going to put him on Kelsey. Maybe that can slow him down. I mean, you're never going to stop Kelsey though. And I then they Xavier on Kelsey. Yeah, probably. And then yeah, not surprising. And then I don't know if Xavier and Howard are playing, but that would be nice as well. It's a big game for us. We have to play well. Obviously, it's not a must-win or anything, but we have to play well against one of these big teams because Buffalo beat our faces in, and Philly really dominated us. We won't mention that Philly we had 12 penalties. Philly had zero. We don't need to mention that. We lost that game. No excuses. But we got to play well this week. I'm excited. 930 on the East, and, and guess what? It's daylight savings. Remember, we're gonna we're gonna get an extra hour as well. Is it okay. we fall back, right? Is it fall back? Fall back, yeah. spring forward. But question for the folks and for Bean, I guess. Um, didn't Florida ban the whole daylight saving time starting twenty twenty four or something like that? Maybe Beatick knows. Yeah, maybe next year, but it's definitely still on this year. Romy, I like your attitude, brother. We just have to slow them down. He says Miami might take this game. I love that. God, it would be a huge win. I'm pumped for this game. Uh, Daylight Savings definitely on this year. It might be off next year. I'm not 100% on that. Yeah, Keith says that's a tough game. I mean, it's such a toss-up. That's why the line is lingering right at that minus two. Chiefs are always a very public team, so I'm not surprised that they're getting the extra point or two. But this game's really a pick All right. Next game, and I'm going to go to the third one on our list because we have it kind of in the wrong order, but Cowboys-Eagles. And you alluded to this game earlier a little bit, and uh, Philadelphia is minus three. The over-under is 46. I'm going to double-check that line again. I always like doing this double-check because these lines are moving so much. And uh, go ahead, uh, Nick. Tell me what you think about this game. Yeah, so we got a divisional map matchup. Both these teams are very familiar with, with each other. Um, we've got Philly, who is a juggernaut. They are top seven in the NFL in offense. The 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 the, the, the Cowboys have not looked good throughout the beginning of the season, but last week they look they showed you that they can turn it up. I do think they continue on that path, and um, I think they actually are live to win this game, even though they're a plus three underdog. Yeah, so it is still minus three. The over-under is 47. So I'm going to push back on a little bit of what you said because they they were really good the first couple games of the season. I mean, they were being talked about as a juggernaut. I think they beat New York like 43-0, whatever it was. And then remember, they blew that game to Arizona as 13. And everyone was like, nah. And then Sam Fran absolutely annihilated them on Sunday Night Football. It was absolutely embarrassing. And that was when I said I – that's when I said I'd never bet on the Cowboys again. Again, <laughs> if I was going to lean on this game, 
I would be on the Cowboys. I am not going to bet them because I've promised myself I won't bet them. But this is going to be such a good game. You said Jalen Hurts is not 100%. He's still playing well, but he does look a little hobbled. I see that. Obviously, Cowboys are still missing Trayvon Diggs, but that defensive line really, really is incredible. I mean, they play so well. The offensive line for the Cowboys is the key for them to win this game because Jalen Carter and Jordan Phillips and, you know, all these guys, they're just taking over games. And if the Cowboys can give Dak a little bit of time, they have a chance to win this game. But it's a big if because that defensive line for Philly is dominant. So it's going to be, it's going to be obviously Chiefs, Dolphins, Cowboys, Eagles. These are the two best games of the week by a mile. Yeah. So um, that's part of why I think the Cowboys have that chance is because of the strength on strength, like where when the, against the 49ers with all that speed, they couldn't really match up. I don't think Philly really has it like that. They have Devontae Smith that flies. Um, but I one thing that I do also think that's a problem for Philly is they are 26th. They're the sixth worth, worst passing defense in the league. They're not going to be able to hold CeeDee Lamb, so I like his overs this week. All right. I like that as well. And, uh, okay, yeah, Beedick's confirming that doesn't look like they did anything about daylight savings. I for I, I don't know where it went. I think I deleted it by accident. But there is actually another really good game, not counting the night games. Obviously, we're going to get to Bills-Bangles, which is another incredible game. But Seahawks-Ravens, somehow yeah. I think I deleted it. But that's 5-2 and two Seattle going to 6-2 and two Baltimore. Baltimore is minus 6, all right? They are minus 6. They've looked very good. I mean, they blew out the Lions. They, you know, they didn't cover against Arizona, but they were never in doubt of losing that game. And uh, the over-under for this game is 44. This is such a good game. I know it's I, a six is a lot, uh, but Gus Edwards had the biggest game of the career, uh, of his career probably yes, uh, last week. Lamar is playing flawless. Andrews is great. I mean, what are your thoughts on this game, Nick? I'm going to give... A little more, uh, this will be my pod pick. So I'm going to give a little more insight when we get there. But what are your thoughts on this game? So uh, my uh, thoughts on this Hold on, Rome, Romy, I am with you, brother. This is, he He just typed in the chat exactly how I feel. <laughs> Even if the Cowboys have the better team, I will never pick them again. That is exactly how I feel. Sorry, Nick, go ahead. Yeah, so um, which game? Oh, yeah, Baltimore Baltimore Seahawks. So the Baltimore yeah. Ravens are healthy. Um, late, we've seen them with that offensive line clicking. Lamar has continued with the high passing rate, um, and I think that is great for that team. I think they're dangerous as hell. I don't think the Seahawks yeah. really stand a good chance. We'll see now. So they're, they've had that young secondary, and they've been performing really well. But we'll see against Baltimore, like if the teams that they faced at this point were just middling teams or not. Because Baltimore is legit. Like, no one can question that. They're top three in uh, – what are they top three in? They're top – I think this, this is an offensive stat. Sorry, I pulled up a stat, and I don't know what I'm looking at. Okay, op- opponents passing yards per game. So they're shutting people down on the defense, and uh, their offense is clicking. Sounds good. All right, one more game before we get to the night game. We threw this one in there. It's a very uh, – <laughs> I wouldn't even call it a marquee matchup, but we had to put five. We got to put five games in here. And this is what we will call the QB uncertainty game because it looks like Taylor Heineke is going to be starting for the Atlanta Falcons. They are minus four at home against the Minnesota Vikings who are either going to have Jaron Hall or Josh Dobbs. They made the move for Dobbs uh, at quarterback here. This game, 
and they're both four and four. Like these teams, the Vikings look like they were dead. Obviously, if Kirk Cousins is playing in this game, it's probably a pick em. You know, it's not minus four. So, you know, you feel for Kirk. What are your thoughts on this game? Are you leaning one side? Are you leaning, you know, you have any thoughts on it? It's a tough, tough game. Who picked up Dobbs? Dobbs? The Vikings. The Vikings will have Dobbs. Okay. I don't know if he's starting this week. Um, he is and like an aerospace. Starting over Falcons or something? Starting over Ridge yeah. or something like that, too? Yeah, yeah. Heineke's okay, yeah. starting. That's confirmed. That's confirmed. Yes. Yeah, so this is a game I'm not going to watch very much of. <laughs> I think um, it's just, yeah, no, I'm not going to watch. Sit down and watch this. Um, it's unfortunate that that Kirk went down because regardless of who they were lining up, Kirk was eating up yards and he probably would have destroyed this Washington team, but it's too much uncertainty for me. Atlanta. Like you said. Yeah. Atlanta. Here's my thoughts on this game. I love betting on Taylor Heineke when he's an underdog. I don't want to lay four points with Taylor Heineke as my quarterback. If he's getting seven in Philadelphia like he used to with Washington, I absolutely love it, you know? Or if he's getting, I can vividly remember it, eight and a half against the Buccaneers in the playoffs, I love it. You know, there's certain times you bet Heineke. You don't bet him as a favorite. If you're betting one side on this game, you bet the Vikings, all right? I don't care who the quarterback is. It'll probably be Dobbs because he's an aerospace engineer who graduated with a 4.0 degree from Tennessee, and he's a genius, and he probably picked this playbook up in a half a second. So if you're going <laughs> to bet a team, you bet Vikings, but you probably stay away from this game. I agree. I actually agree. Last game, Sunday night. I will say this before we get into this game. This is the DeMar Hamlin game, all right? This is This game should have been put at 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock. Do not put this game back in primetime, all right? Why? Obviously, we know. Week 17 last year, DeMar Hamlin died on the field and came back to life. All right. We do not need this game in primetime for them to talk about this nonstop. Okay. We needed this game to happen at one o'clock where only a tenth of the nation is watching and they get through it unscathed and everyone's fine. Okay. We do not need this game in primetime, but we have it in primetime. The Bengals are back. They look incredible. The Bills are the most polarizing team either Josh Allen's the best QB in the league or he throws three picks to the Jets but this game uh Cincinnati has I'm gonna check it again but they've held two and a half pretty much all week it's been Cincy two and a half which surprises me but what it what it tells me is oh it's actually minus two now it's minus two now it was two and a half all week it surprises me because before last week, I mean, people were like, oh, is is Cincy back or do they suck? Is their season over? And now they're just favorites against the Bills. Give me your thoughts on this game, Nick. Yeah, so hate to say it, but I saw it coming. All right, Bean, two weeks ago during the, <laughs> during the pre-pod pod prep, I'm talking about I'm about to fire on Cincinnati uh, to win the division. That was because they were finally getting healthy and the, looking at the schedule looking forward. I was going to bet this game regardless, but now that with the Bills' injuries, it kind of locked that in for me. The Bills' secondary is beat up. Cincinnati has way too many weapons. Josh Allen isn't 100%. It looks like Burrow is – if he's not 100, he's like 99% healthy. So um, I, I like I like Cincinnati to win this one at home. It's going to be a good game, and I'm excited to watch. All right. I'll have this in my pod picks as well. So – Let's move on. Those are the marquee matchups for the week. Let's bring in the guy. Let's bring in the prop god. Let's bring in Bedick right now. 
There he is. Go, boys. Florida Marlins. Florida Marlins hat as always. The jersey on as always. You already know what time it is. Ten and five on the season. I don't even know what that jersey is, but I love it. And Ten and five right. on the season. Two and one last week. I th- I thought <laughs> the Panda Bears. I thought you were three and zero oh last week. I literally thought Myers cashed in the first half. He I guess he didn't, but. It doesn't matter about Myers. There's one name that matters besides Prop God, and it's Brandon fucking Aubrey, the greatest kicker in the history of the world, except for Justin Tucker. Obviously, he's in his own category. But I mean, did he? He, there was never a doubt he was going to hit. I had people calling me laughing. You know, this is the easiest bet of all time. Is it too good to be true? I said, no, it's not too good to be true. We ride. How are you feeling, brother? I'm feeling great. And, and Brandon Aubrey, you know, we, we always talk about what is the next Jersey that Eric Bean is going to get. And my vote is Brandon Aubrey first ever Jersey in the closet I love hanging it. next to Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, <laughs> Dan Marino, Brandon Aubrey. Why not? <laughs> I am I am strictly I'll say this. Let's let's get it out of the way. I am strictly a pass catcher jersey wearer. So all my jerseys, I I even have a Kelsey, a Michael Thomas, my guy back in the day. I do have a Tua jersey because obviously I need a Dolphins jersey. I don't even have a Marino jersey. My son has the Marino jersey, but I will say this Brandon Aubrey. Is ticking up that list. If we keep winning these bets, I may have to buy one, even though I would despise wearing a kicker jersey. Just buy it off the winnings. Absolutely. But maybe I'll I want to use the winnings to, you know. All right, talk to us. Yeah. We're, we're getting out I, of hand here. I yeah, was going to say this. No, Brandon Aubrey's not catching passes, but if they did throw him a 60-yard fade down would. the field – he would toe tap, <laughs> drag that. I have no doubt. So <laughs> he, he you know. would catch it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, this, that's incre- just just for the listeners who missed, you know, the week three podcast. This guy was a former MLS player sitting on his couch, and his wife. Uh, he he and his wife were watching a football game, and his wife said, "You know, you could do that." And that is how he became an NFL kicker. He's, Unbelievable. He's basically, he's basically our hero. That's that's the end of the story. So Aubrey hits, Bucker hits, Meyer missed. Another great week. Ten and five on the year. What do you bring into? We need winners. What do you bring into us this week? Yeah, okay, so let me just start with saying it is kind of a weird week. You know, I'm I'm with Nick who mentioned this like studs and duds of games that we've got a few of these epic matchups chiefs dolphins eagles cowboys uh Bengals, bills and unfortunately all of the other matchups are duds so yep. one of our rules is that we don't really want to take kickers in what we think are competitive games when when teams have a chance to be behind it means they may have to go for it a little bit more. So, unfortunately, Harrison Bucker, Brandon Aubrey, not going to be on the list today. I, I know. I know. We're, we're switching it up. And <laughs> Bean has I, left. Bean has left the building. I know. We don't force it on Aubrey. We've never missed on him, and we don't force it all right and he'll be back next week 
and Belker's going to be back next week. But we're staying away this week. It takes true discipline here. Okay. So let me give you the picks. All right. And the first one, who we've never bet on before, I would never dream of betting on, but we're betting on this week, is Dustin Hopkins, who is the Browns kicker, over one and a half field goals made. The Browns are playing at home versus the the Josh Dobbs list Arizona Cardinals. All right. So <laughs> we have a team that is supposed to be big favorites, uh, plenty of, of opportunities. And people don't know this, but Dustin Hopkins is the number one fantasy kicker right now. Okay. What? He's hit 15 of his last 16 field goal attempts. And he has hit our over one and a half field goal prop six out of seven times this year. Impressive. Okay? Yeah. So this is I'm a starting team to forget that, about Aubrey a little and, and my sadness. Keep going. Yeah. So why we haven't taken Dustin Hopkins is because they don't pass the good offense test in my mind. All right. I know you guys are a little bit higher on the Browns. For me, they have not. Uh, passed that test, but with the matchup against the Cardinals, we think there's going to be enough opportunities to, to get them on our list. All right. Dustin Hopkins over one and a half. I'm sure that's what's that paying out. Even money minus one yes. five minus. Yeah. They're all, cl- they're all close to that. Yeah. Like, you know, these aren't one minus one thirty minus one forty bets. Like these are even money pick them bets. So, uh, no, Yeah, number two, I see Brendan in the chat who's going to be pumped about this one. Shout out, Brendan. Shout out, Brendan. We're going young way coup over one and a half field goals. All right. We all love love this guy, too. He is like a machine. He's like one of these Korean golfers, you know, that is it's just automatic right right (laughs) down the fairway. (laughs) So... He's uh, uh, let me let me tell you about Young Way. Uh, the Falcons are playing at home against the Vikings, who just lost Kirk Cousins. Okay, this is another team we stay away from because they don't check that good offense box. The Falcons, they play slow, they run the ball, they have Desmond Ritter as their quarterback, but wait. They don't have they Desmond don't. Ritter as their quarterback. They have Taylor Heineke as their quarterback starting this week, which is why we feel comfortable getting him in our lineup. So, yeah, I, I yeah, love yeah. Let me give you a couple more stats here I wrote down. He's kicking 94% on the year. He's 16 for 17 on field goals, uh, and, and he's hit – the the over one and a half prop in three out of his last four games. So young way cool over one and a half field goals. That is uh prop pick number two. And, and that's, that's my picks for the week. Beautiful. Beautiful. So yeah. we've got Dustin Hopkins, young way cool. And in spirit, if you guys want to bet Brandon Aubrey, it's not technically a prop God pick, but he still, you know, he still walks the face of the earth and he's a great guy and he's won us a lot of money. So 10 and five, 
two and one last week, two and zero oh the week before. Best gambler alive. I'm I'm not saying it. Some people are. <laughs> so we appreciate you. Get your bets in before the world finds out the podcast hits tomorrow and the lines get juiced, boys. You guys heard it first here. Bedick, we appreciate you, bro, and uh, we will we'll keep seeing you. We got to keep bringing you on because we need you. Appreciate you guys. Love coming on here. Peace. Love you, brother. Love you guys. All right, Nick. It's our time to shine. Yes, sir. Prop God's incredible. We know he's incredible, but – We've got to do this. We need you back in the winning circle. I'm going to give you my first pick right now. Seattle Seahawks, plus six. Plus six, plus six. Too many points. The Ravens love, love, love to keep teams in the game. Ask Arizona last week. The Seahawks went to Cincinnati, another AFC North team. They kept it close. I think they keep it close again. I'm going to take the Seahawks in the points. I think everyone will be taking Baltimore. They're riding high. They'll be teased. They'll be putting every money line parlay. I'll take the Seattle Seahawks. I think Geno does enough to get that cover done. I don't think they. I don't think they'll win the game. But six points is almost a touchdown, and uh, I think it's too many. I got to take it. <clears throat> All right, cool. I feel you. I I'm gonna lead this off with Cincinnati minus two at home Sunday night against the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are um, hurting on the defense. They got Josh Allen, who's a polarizing player. Like you said, he's either here or there throwing touchdowns or he's throwing interceptions. Cincinnati's susceptible to the run, but uh, I believe that the ba- the Baltimore, the Buffalo defense is just too beat up to hang with, with the way Cincinnati's kind of rounding into form uh, as we're speaking. So, yeah, give me Cincinnati right. minus two at home. That's basically saying that, they're a half a point favorite. It's basically a pick them because that's a home game at minus two. Listen, everyone agrees with you. Okay. And I can tell you What's that right now. Do you have that? 72% of the money, 72% of the bets is on Cincy right now. I'm dead. So I I'm am going, Nick had a bad pick last week and glad I wasn't around to bet. Let's go this weekend, Nick. Yeah, Rome. He, he's going to bounce back, but maybe we can both hit here. I yeah. think since, since he's good, they're a good team. Buffalo is yep. a good team as well. Yep. I am not picking Buffalo straight up. I am doing a teaser here. I am going to take Buffalo and the over, and I'm going to tease it. Let me get the updated number because this thing is moving on us. So, <laughs> so I will take like Buffalo. Buffalo, And then like maybe exactly. 46, no, 44 on total. So I'm taking the Bills up to plus eight. And the over from 49 and a half to 43 and a half. Okay. I think both of these offenses are going to be able to score. I think since he can easily win this game, I think it's a real toss up, but I do think this game is a field goal or touchdown game. I think Josh Allen will move the ball. I think Burrow will look great in prime time. So hopefully we can both hit here. But my second pod pick is, and we're going against the money, which you know I love. I, I hate when everyone's public. And guess what? When these public games are like this, what happens on a night game is everyone loses their money Sunday at one and four o'clock, and these percentages go even crazier. They hammer down the, on the home favorites Sunday night. So I'll take the Bills up to plus eight, teased with the over down to 43 and a half, and I'll save my best bet for the end. You might want to stick yeah. around. What do you got? So, so I usually don't like uh, teasing sides and totals of the same game. <laughs> um, it doesn't necessarily increase your chance. It is you happen to tease that down through a key number of 44. So, hey, we'll see how it goes. I know I did. <laughs> so, all right, my next one is a teaser getting back to our roots here. 
I've got the Baltimore uh, Ravens and the Cleveland Browns teased down. So against Arizona, uh, the worst team in the world, <laughs> who also traded away their Let's quarterback. Go, Mike. Bet on them bills. Sorry, who wasn't sorry, great sorry. to begin with. Right. Yeah, come on, calm down. All right, who wasn't good to begin with. Uh, and then we got Baltimore, who is healthy, healthy. They're rounding into form, and I'm a little bit so. I took told you two weeks ago I took Cincinnati to win the division. Baltimore is scaring me right now. They are playing fucking good. So they're minus six, I believe, against uh, the Seahawks. They're the, they're basically the best defense in the league, and their offense is scary, and they're going to test the hell out of that Seahawks defense who hasn't really played that great of competition to this point. So give me Baltimore tease down to pick them, and uh, the other team is the Browns tease down to minus two. from No, so minus seven and a half, the tease down to minus one and a half. We are we are on opposite sides this week, and and all our bets could hit together. Could hit not together. Hey. They could, but I'm going to paint you a picture because I am riding with this team. They cover. That's what they do. Guess what? Josh Dobbs gone. You know where I'm going this week. It's the ugliest game on the card, and it's been working for me. This line is too low. It's too low, which makes me want to take it even more. Okay. The Arizona Cardinals are plus seven and a half in Cleveland, the game you just talked about. The yeah. Cleveland Browns have a quarterback who's a sex offender, who's completely healthy, who does not want to play football. Okay. He's a, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with this guy, but he's got he's got issues. We know. All right. Yeah. This game, you know, when you were in science class as a kid and they had that water fountain that was for your eyeballs instead of your mouth in case you got something in your eyes. Yeah. You're going to need one if you watch this game because the Arizona Cardinals, 91% of the bets, 77% of the money are on Arizona. I mean, sorry, what? are on Cleveland. Oh, on like, Cleveland. Nick, Nick again, two, three, week, three weeks in a row now, is taking the too-good-to-be-true teaser. And what do we know about these teasers? They never hit. Last weekend <laughs> – Kansas City, you know, your Philly one, you thought Philly was going to be the scare. They actually yeah. covered the teaser. And then yeah. Russell Wilson's bitch ass pissed on Patrick Mahomes. I it cannot believe that happened. On, on them. All right. The week before that, what happened? I think it was the Eagles that blew your teaser. If it's too good to be true, but it the two is, weeks okay? before that, the, the, the chalky plays were good for two weeks in a row. The last two weeks, not so much. They were, but this is what happens in the NFL. The chalk starts losing. Really? Romeo Rome, the sex offenders. Really? Yeah, that was crazy. I'm wilding right now. But what I love right my best bet of the week, <laughs> Arizona Cardinals plus seven and a half. They should be plus 12 and a half, but give me the plus seven and a half. That's all I need. They'll probably win this game outright. That's my best bet of the week. Let's go. All righty. So to review my bets, I took Cincinnati minus two and I took Baltimore Browns teaser. So Baltimore pick them, Browns minus one and a half. Beautiful. I've got Seattle plus the points, Arizona plus the points, and a Buffalo in the over teaser for Sunday night football to enjoy that game. Nick, let's get on to fantasy. As as we all know, I mean, I hate to beat, you know, beat a dead horse, whatever that saying is, beat a dead horse, or what is, what is it? I think it's beat a dead horse. You know horse. that saying? Yeah. Yeah, beat a dead horse. Russell Wilson will not have another good game for a while, Rome says. He may never have a good game again in his entire life. All right. I actually yeah. think he he's going to lose the job before he has a good game again. But fantasy, <laughs> as we know, I talked about at the top of the show. I'm eight, no, in three leagues. 
I'm six and two in another. I'm five and three in another. Beat the dead horse. Thank you, Beatick. I don't know what's happening. I'm so hyped with that Arizona pick that I'm losing my mind. Nick, do you have <laughs> questions for the Dean or did you blow it again this week? I got a couple questions for the Dean. All right, hit me. You're going to oh, love it. By the ones. way, I'm seven and one in FanDuel. Nick, I'm almost clinched for the season. Can you please win a fucking week so we can have some competition? We, we're going to try here. All right. So, first question for the Dean is Sam Howell this week or Baker Mayfield? Sam Howell or Baker Mayfield? You know what? I'll take Baker Mayfield. I, okay. The only reason why I am all in on this Patriots defense this week. I picked them up in a couple couple leagues. I know they lost uh, Judon and Christian Gonzalez a few weeks ago, but Belichick scooped up J.C. Jackson, who wasn't even playing for the Chargers. He back. He looks like an All Pro again. You know the Dolph. We scored thirty one points on them. That was a fucking mission accomplished for them okay to hold us to 31 points this defense is going to give sam howell absolute fits in new england i think he turns the ball over multiple times so give me baker mayfield okay interesting my next one because a lot of people talk about sam howell this week my next one dead (laughs) gus edwards or zach moss Oh, I think I think you got to ride the Gus bus coming off three touchdowns. I think he had 18 carries. Uh, he said one of the most absolute pause moment quotes of the year. He said he wants them to give him a big load again this week. Pause. But you got to ride him. He wants the big load. You got to give him the big load. <laughs> give him what he wants. And that wraps up questions for the Dean. All right. FanDuel. Seven and one. Yeah. Nick, why don't you give us yours? All righty. Let me pull this up here. All righty. So I do believe the Cowboys play well this week against the Eagles secondary, particularly. I've got Dak in the quarterback slot, Saquon at the running back slot because Las Vegas sucks at run defense. And then I took Cam Akers because I needed a, a low a low salary guy as my second running back. Wide receivers, I've got CeeDee Lamb, Chris Olave, and Demario Douglas. Everyone knows the situation in New England that the receivers went down, so Demario Douglas can get some burn. CeeDee Lamb, I stacked Pop him with Douglas. Dak Prescott. Yeah, Pop Douglas. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, I stacked him with Dak Prescott against the weak um, Philly secondary, and then Olave against the Chicago weak secondary. Then I went the jumbo package. Uh, I took Logan Thomas, who just gets a lot of uh, touches on that team. TJ Hawkinson, I think he has a big week because last week he was uh, one of those main targets for the quarterback. And the Baltimore Ravens defense, because I do think they hold it down against the Seattle Seahawks. All right. Again, I'm 7-1, and one, everyone. Just remind, just a reminder. We do <laughs> have some overlap this week. Just We do have some overlap this week. I will start off by saying I actually have the jumbo package this week. I do not advise it. You've been doing terrible with it. You're not winning any week, so stop doing it. But I am doing it this week. All right. Gardner Minshew, value quarterback. 6,500 at Carolina. Carolina does play better at home, but give me Minshew for the absolute cheap. First overlap, Saquon Barkley, 8,600. Ankle's never going to be 100%, he said, but guess what? Coming off 36 carries, the guy is a monster. He's going to score on Las Vegas, most likely. He'll have a big week. Next, love Ramondre Stevenson this week. 6,200. I thought he was a great value. I think he has his breakout game of the year. Give me Ramondre. 
Instead of CD, I'm going A.J. Brown. Let's keep the streak alive. 125 yards in six straight games. No one's ever done it before. He's a monster. Don't need to say any more. Second overlap, Chris Olave. If he's ever going to break out, it'll be this game. Zay Flowers, 6,100. Mark Andrews, the motherfucking beast in the tight end like slot. And then give me the, my, my uh, super flex package or whatever it is. David Njoku in the flex. He's coming off his biggest game of the year. His whole face was burned. What did he do when his whole face got burned? He caught 80 yards and a touchdown last week. And then the best the best stream defense of the week, in my opinion, the New England Patriots. They're only 3700 bucks on this. I love them in, if you, in redraft, any leagues also, against Washington at home. Sam Howell, not technically a rookie. He's basically a rookie, and we know what Belichick does to rookies. So that is my squad. Minshew, Ramondre, Saquon, Olave, A.J. Brown, Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews, and Joku and the Patriots defense. Yeah, so I've got Dax, Saquon, Cam Akers, C.D., Olave, DeMar Douglas, Logan Thomas, T.J. Hawkson, and the Ravens defense. Perfect timing. Game is about to kick off. We love you all. Thank you, everyone who came in the chat. Thank you, everyone who listens. We will see you next week. Nick, check us out. Peace. Peace.